0: This is the I Hate Jerry New Year's Eve Spectacular. I like to thank our executive producers. We have Lady Sandy and Lady Nancy. And I think Sandy, uh, Susan, sorry, Susan A. brought this up. She asked me, so what made you decide to do an I Hate Jerry special? I mean, who, do, who does that? What is the story behind that? Well, it's a sad story, actually. The first part of it. Well, like I got a really hateful email, and normally, and even in this case, I don't, I don't listen to voicemails that are hateful. Uh, they transcribe, and I can read through the first few words of it and tell it's hate and just delete it. And the reason why is because I enjoy talking to you guys. This, this is a conversation. This is a really positive thing for me. And if I dwell on negative things, then I can't uh, communicate to the people I want to communicate and have fun, you know. Worrying about something that doesn't matter. Hate has no place in my life, so I just got rid of it. And then I thought, let me go ahead and read that. And I read it, and it was the most hateful thing I'd ever heard in my life, or read. I didn't even listen to it. I just read it. And uh, I'm like, man, this is so hilarious. This person's going around with that hate in their heart. Why why, why do people watch shows they don't like? Uh, Why? And then feel the need to comment on it, like, uh, one person, okay, well, you're. that's what you think, I guess, I guess I'll go home now, sorry, like that, like one thing is going to make a difference, I thought, you know what, and that was probably about, I don't know, the third really bad voicemail I deleted, I'm like, why did I delete those, I should have played them, I'm not going to be mean to them back, or roast them, or anything like that, but I'm like, man, this is a missed opportunity, uh. So from now on, the way I'm going to do this, instead of soliciting hate, voicemails, and emails, I'm going to keep them all throughout the year, and we'll play them at the end of the year. Uh, And it goes along with my philosophy. My philosophy and my formula is this. And this is where this show came from. I'm a writer. So every day I go through uh, brand-new breaking stories of true crime, and I look through all of it to get inspiration for writing And because my brain works differently, I I look at things from all different angles. And I wanted to share that with you guys. I wanted to talk about these things and share it with other people. And also, and I've noticed this happened lately, a lot of people get offended really easy lately. And if you haven't been offended uh, in this case, some of the things we've gone over on all different sides, then I haven't been doing my job because I've been very offended too. Whether we're talking about the police and there's somebody that has a reason that they don't trust the police, but we're looking at their point of view. They're not wrong, whether you agree with them or not. That's just one example I'm using. If you'll notice, I don't commit to all these different ideas, but, I, man, I look at them, and I think they're fascinating. You guys, you heard these different stories and these different wild ass speculations and wild ass theories on all different sides. And if you listen to them, if you have somebody talking to you convincing enough, you believe it. And that is where the magic is for me, how somebody can believe something, it can be totally wrong, and you can hear something on the other end that's totally right, and neither one of them sounds more like truth than the other. That's the society we live in today. So... I believe freedom of speech is important so you get all the information so you can get a well-rounded view. And, yeah, sometimes you're not going to like the stuff being said. Just be respectful, and you you guys don't have a problem with that at all. But that's the importance of freedom of speech when we're talking about these different things for me. And leading into that, this whole endeavor here, this whole radio, and also we're raising money for the live radio stream. This is what we're doing here we're getting our license for live radio stream. You guys are helping with that. $20 makes you an executive producer. That's that's exactly where all the money goes. I know some of you said that it's a lot of my time and I deserve something. I know, but it really is going to that because that is very important to me. And I think if we all come together as a world, because we have people from the whole world here, uh, we're going to have one hell of a radio station of things we want to listen to. That's why mainstream media is so mad against you guys, against the sluice. Because you can do things. We can do things that they can't do. And we're going to take it to the next level, far above and beyond them. We're going to leave them in the dust. Like they'd never dream they'd be that far behind. They're going to get even madder at us. But I think it's really important for you, for me, for all of us, for this channel, for this station, for this radio And we're going to continue to fight dumbass. Now, a dumbass starts with you. A dumbass starts with me. Whenever you're so mad just listening to somebody other's point of view that you want to cancel it or walk out, take your toys, and go home, just realize, let me listen. Just because I don't agree, do I need to show anger? Do I need to be rude? No, you don't. You need to listen to him. Because if you're always right, remember, you will always be
1: a dumbass. He's kind of... He's, kind of, he's an ass And he's dumb He's a Dumbass Dumbass You dumbass You're a dumbass 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 Such a dumbass You're an ass If I had mistletoe, I'd kiss you If I had missile foot, it'd be in your ass. Leisure suits are for dumbasses. Believe me, Jedi dumbass. You're a dumbass. The reason that bad things happen to you is because you're a dumbass. And I'm about to be sleep-kicking your ass. You're lucky this table is standing between my foot and your ass. Just answer the question, dumbass! There's the dumbass. And then I'll light my foot off in your ass. <laughs> How would you like your keen eye to watch my sure foot kick your smart ass? ass! Hey, my boy! You morons just hung vacancy signs on your asses and my foot's looking for a room. If the U.S. government Decides to stick a tracking device up your ass. You say, thank you. And God bless America. I will kick your ass so hard, your nose will bleed. Foot asses There's counseling, hospitalization. My foot kicking your ass. And my foot will be nine-tenths of the way up your ass. And I'm about to kick your ass. You know, we could call in a specialist to find my foot in your ass. X is going to equal me kicking your ass. My foot when it's in your ass. How'd you like to own a little bit of my foot in your ass? My foot is about to drill a hole in your ass. So does a swift kick in the ass. And I was thinking I could turn your ass into my foot studio. How about I drive my foot into this thing called your ass? See how it feels, dumbass? It pays my foot not going in your ass. If I were a younger, more flexible man, I'd shove my foot up my own ass. Oh, just a classic case of hand stuck in vase. Well, get it off, or you'll have a classic case of foot stuck in ass.
0: I am Jerry Adams. You're listening to Midnight Radio and this edition of Midnight Radio. This is the I Hate Jerry New Year's Eve extravaganza spectacular. I'd like to dedicate this to all the dumbasses out there. All the dumbasses. Thank you very much for tuning in. We're going to have fun tonight. And we're also... We're going to go to the part we're going to go over with the New Year's Eve party here. We're going to go over some more of the Idaho 4Ks that we got breaking. So we're going to go to that in the end. Uh, Before I start our lovely section of hate voicemails here, which I know I just got two more and I need to put those in. I like to tell you about memberships. Memberships are going to drop tomorrow. Matter of fact, right after the show, there's going to be a community post about it. I'll tell you about it real quick let's see for the first level is a midnight supporter. That's if you just want to support the show, but you don't want any further involvement than what you already have. That's called a midnight supporter. You have level two, that's four ninety nine. All these are per month and you can cancel at any time. Level two for four ninety That is called a midnighter. And with that, you get access to a, a live stream and a live and a video just for members a month. And you also get access to our Discord server. Then we have Level 3. That's $9.99 a month, and that is the writing class. You get everything you get in uh, Level 2, which is the video and the live stream. But you also get a video for the writing class, one a month, and you get a live stream just for the writing class, and that will be where we can discuss the writing that is going on in the class. Those are going to drop tomorrow. For those of you that are interested in, yes, there is a – There is a Midnight Radio Discord server, and that'll be open within the next two days. Memberships are dropping tomorrow, and we're going to start this up. Now, let me uh, start playing all these videos. There's some of you who I'm going to ask you guys to come in after we're finished with all the hate mail, and we're going to... who've really been covering all the information out there about what are we calling him the suspect nothing burger bic knows bic with the B I C that yeah we're gonna go over that all right there's two I'm gonna miss here Okay Okay here we go these two I got in at the last minute All right, here we go. All right, now we're gonna go with the uh, hate voicemails.
2: And then there's this guy on the internet radio. He's got like a Jim Perry TV, Jim Perry TV two with Mr. X. They sound kind of cool, man. Also, awesome. was the question? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's right. I got it. Thank you. So, <clears throat> what do you think? I put it on your uh, YouTube channel.
0: This one's Stony. I just had to play it again.
3: Let's say. Uh, I, I can't remember what I said now. Hang on a minute. Let's say I'm going
0: to call you back later. That wasn't wasted drunk. The chat room says, that's not, hey, that's wasted drunk. That wasn't wasted drunk. That last one was uh, stoned. And it was hilarious. So I threw it in there.
2: Where in the world is Carmen I go.
4: Huh? Where's he at? Pleasure. City boy! City boy! City boy! Woo! City boy!
0: And there's some of you guys. I deleted the real hate mails, I think. And I felt bad I couldn't get them back. And then I, I decided to do this New Year's, so I lost those, but... And you know, some of you guys sent me uh, encouragement.
5: Hi. So I've been following your um, YouTube channel weeks in regards to the Idaho murders, and this isn't a hate message by any means. I just want to say that I live in Idaho. I have children that are the same age as the victims in this case. And my heart has been into it 100%. And I'm really grateful that the killer was caught. I'm hoping there isn't anyone else involved. But we never know until all the facts come out. And I just want to say that I appreciate all the callers that have called in, everyone's opinions, everyone's theories. Um, It's people coming together, Um which benefits society, I believe, you know, and then you pick the weeds out and you find the flower and the flower ends up being the truth. And if it comes to, you know, the flowers, I don't even know what I'm saying. The killer, I guess you could say, which isn't really a flower even it's the evil fucking person. But regardless, like everyone coming together is a beautiful thing. Everyone's opinions, everyone has a different, perspective of events that occur and that is all very important regardless of how many people are wrong who may have been right um it's people coming together that matters most and people caring about the innocent lives that were lost and um this man has been caught and hopefully there's no one else and I just you know I want to thank you for what you do and um yeah that's about it So let's keep on, keep on, keep on following this case and see where it leads us. But even though some of us have, have been in our opinions, like Jack D for example, and the weird hoodie guy, like it doesn't matter because there are still things that were pretty shady, you know, so people are just being people and people care and that's what matters. And that gives me hope for our society in today's world. People care and people come together. Happy New Year. Thank you. The fucking killer was caught.
0: Nothing burger big no. Was, it, was that you, Susan?
4: I can't tell. Gary, I know you have your topics on Midnight Radio and you need to stick to them. But frankly, I'm appalled at your blatant lack of attention given to the mental health of some of your recent callers. I'm Susan A's husband. Mental health awareness is in May. Gary, please stay off YouTube until we can sort this out. The calls to your show were clearly a cry for help. Susan handcuffed me to a radiator and made me watch all eight seasons of Dexter without a bathroom break. When I tried to look away, she put those things on me that holds your eyelids open. Susan A has handcuffs. I don't know where she is. She's out there somewhere right now. Susan, if you can hear me, turn yourself in. Jerry, you know, has pushed her over the edge. He's making me call her Ashley Banfield. Wait, what's that noise? There's someone in my house. Oh no, Susan's been hiding in the closet. Jerry, you pushed her over the edge. Susan, where did you get those nunchucks? Susan, please don't. Jerry, you've created a monster. I hate you so already. Jerry, I like you. I really like you. All these haters can be haters, but I like you brother, Jerry.
6: Hi everybody. Just called to wish everybody a happy new year, except for you, Jerry. Hi, everybody. Just called to wish everybody a happy new year, except
5: for you, Jerry.
0: How do you guys feel about foul language? Somebody in there is talking about foul language. If foul language I'll be out is totally not necessary. Uh, I can't guarantee if there's foul languages in this or not. But if you're delicate about foul language, this might not be the show for you.
6: Hi, everybody. Just called to wish everybody a happy new year. Except for you, Jerry. Fuck you.
2: Oh, man. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, asshole. Oh, man. Merry Christmas to you. You're still an asshole. Sounds like asshole. <laughs> Happy birthday, man! Christmas love everything. Everybody have a good one.
1: Yeah, Jerry, I got a theory for you. You missed it the whole time, Jerry.
4: It was Murphy, Murphy, the dog. He was inside the house. I'm telling you, that's my theory. It's gold, Jerry. Gold.
2: You know, I'm missing the cause of just picking the damn things up late man Get your shit together. You know, if we all just got our shit together, everything would be all right in this world. I need to get my shit together. You need to get your shit together. They need to get their shit together. We all need to get our shit together. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Yeah, you know you what? Know. Yeah, maybe you're not going to play this one on the show. I just saw. Anonymous um, this is a throwback. Online, your short story about haunted pussycat.
0: Oh, yeah. All time classic. Everywhere's gold.
2: Jerry, come on. I, I think that's kind of sick. I really do. Um, Maybe you can explain, but I think it's beyond dark. I think it's sick.
0: You're probably right. I'm a disgrace to my whole family.
3: I just want to say I, I really hate you, Jerry. I really hate you. I'm just kidding. Happy New Year.
0: Thank you for trying.
6: Hi, Jerry. I hate you. I love you, actually. Happy New Year.
0: That is all I have. Well, I have one last one. That is not all I have. Hold on. Let me find it here. It's my favorite one, I think. Let me find it.
2: I hate you,
7: Jerry. You're a little, little, little rat.
0: Play that one over.
7: I hate you, Jerry. You're a little, little, little
0: rat. That one made me feel the best. Such a happy anger. If we're all that happy while we were angry, I'm sure if she's really angry, she's not that happy, but that was my favorite. I typically don't use bad language on this show. Um, It's not how I conduct my affairs. But sometimes it'll come up. So if you're offended by bad language, I apologize. I mean, I really honestly, I apologize, but I had to I didn't want to edit out the bad words. Next time, I'll I'll have more time to put a bleep in it. Okay. So there's that. But to tell everybody in here, here's something I'd appreciate from you that I'm asking from you. If you're going to leave for a reason, just leave. Just leave quietly. Leave in peace. No need to announce it. If something offends you, just leave. It's all right. something's going to offend you, I already said that at the beginning of the show, you're going to be offended. I'm going to be offended sometime. These people are calling me these names. (laughs) I'm offended myself. It's okay, though. My... Feelings don't matter in the grand scheme of things. How's that going to keep the house warm? How's that going to keep freedom in America? Uh, Jerry's feelings were hurt. Really? No. Only way things can change positively if you push your feelings aside and you go forward. That's what we're doing here. Do I need to play the rest of the dumbass clip? If you go, and, and, and I'm talking about the lady that was offended. That's not what I mean. So, again, it brought the idea to my head, but I'm not talking about her. But if you go around being a snowflake and be offended about everything, I mean, no, 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 hold on. Let me be exact about this. Everybody is automatically offended. You know, something will happen and you're offended, but don't buy into it. The easiest person to a con is yourself. But if you're offended, then you're going to miss something. Just put that... Aside and then start using your brains. So, yes, uh, we have memberships coming up. That's about to drop soon, right after the show. We're going to put more information out about that on our social page. On our community pe- post page. And um, I'm sure that YouTube will notify you guys about that. Let's see, what else do I have for you guys? Let me pull it up here. If you're interested in being a DJ... Um, we're projected to have our license in about three months. Uh, please email me uh, with the subject line. I'm interested in being a DJ and I'll walk you through the process of that. Uh, this'll be your shot to, you're going to have a big audience to start with, which is something you want to do because it doesn't matter how good your show is. I mean, it can be the best produced, the best show, the best information in the world, breaking news all the time. If you don't have an audience, you don't have anything. You have to find your audience, and this is a good shot in the arm for you to be able to do that. All right. So we talk about this a lot of times for, you know, retraining your brain and and things like that of um, what's offensive and what is not, what is free speech and what is not. And uh, I'm really... Were you guys, talking about offense, were you guys offended when we watched the the Moscow PD um, news conference and that NBC anchor, instead of asking a question, she put in a dig about online sleuthing? Were you guys offended at that? I'm wondering, should I let that go? I mean, I know I'm talking about taking offense, go... I've, not being offended and, and letting it ruin your, rule your life, but should I let that go or should I contact her for an interview? Because I would sure like to talk to her about it. And my anger about it, because I feel like you guys were insulted. I feel like the whole community was insulted. Me, I don't personally take the insult because I feel like, I mean, I have her contact information, but I feel like I'm not personally insulted because I just feel like a conduit for you guys, but I feel like you guys were insulted. So I want to interview her and ask her, what, just what are you thinking? You're there, uh, the families are watching you, and you're talking about online sleuths instead of asking a pertinent question to the chief of police. What, you weren't asking a question, you were sending a message. Did somebody tell you to send that message? Do you feel like that's a message that you needed for your job? What is your problem with online sleuthing? Is it a particular one like maybe Joseph Morris? What is your problem cuz I know you've been searching I know Banfield and them look at our videos and go over things on their shows and act like they don't but what is your exact problem with it I just want to know inquiring minds want to know I'm I'm thinking that maybe it was a jab at particular people maybe but I could <laughs> I could go up to a press conference if I want to the same way she did and I could make a jab at the national media like that. I mean, what is the point? Again, I guess it's what I said before about letting it hurt your feelings. And you just got to let it roll off and, and go on. I got some crazy stuff to show you. Um, I got some crazy stuff to show you right now. And I know you guys have some crazy stuff to tell me. So we're going to go ahead and talk about uh, this suspect, Nothing Burger, uh, being arrested. The first thing, if you noticed, when we, let me get this fixed up here. I'm going to show you these pictures. When Boss was on, he talked about that man in Idaho who, his name was Duncan. His last name was Duncan. He was a serial killer. And that happened in, I believe he said 2005 or 2015. Well, I pulled up his video. I've pulled up pictures of him. And you thought the AI was close. Wait till you see this. Wait till you guys see this. Let me bring this up for you. And I don't, I think, I think I want to thank uh, who was it? I think it was Echo. I'm pretty sure it was Echo who brought this up to me. I might, I might be wrong. I don't think I came up with it. I don't have side-by-sides of them. All right, here, I'm bringing it up now, guys. So first, this is uh, Nothing Burger, right? And for those of you that are wondering, yeah, and I knew about this because I was doing a story about the, I can't remember what, can't remember what parade it was i think it was fourth of july parade somebody drove into a group of people and he was just recently sentenced to life but uh, he was in this vest and i had to look up the vest it's called a suicide vest what they call it in prison and the reason why they do it is because if you try to you can't take it and fold it and use it to hang yourself and it falls apart really easy or something something to that effect there's some people that contacted me with theories of what it was, like a flak jacket or bulletproof. No, or, no, no, no. It's called a suicide vest. Uh, if you want to check out my interviews with prison guards and the prison system, you can check that out in the video section. But that's what it is. It's verified, I know. Uh, here he is. And then Joseph Duncan. Check out these similarities. They look like brothers, See? What do you guys think of that? There's Brian Brian Nothingberger, B. Nothingberger, in Idaho Department of Corrections. And there was someone in the chat room uh, last show we did where we were going over the, the conference that said that journalists are taught not to say the whole name of the suspect and to say suspect and not the name and definitely don't call them gentlemen, And I don't recall if I called them gentlemen or not, but I will say this. I don't care what the mainstream media is trained to do. Plus, I've been through those classes, and I know what they're trained to do. And they suck. Mainstream media is horrible. They don't do anything but divide the people. They don't bring them together. They divide. And I'm not interested in the way they do things. They're doing it for a profit from the drug companies and the other companies. Every night, look who pays the bills. I don't care what the mainstream media does. And if you guys want to call this suspect Nothing Burger, which I like the best, Suspect Nothing Burger, uh, if you want to call him whatever you want, I have no problem with that. It's free speech here. What do you guys think about this, though? I want to see what you guys think. I got, I got to read what you're saying. Oh, did I do that? Yeah, I want to know what you guys think. I'm going back to that picture, don't worry. And I got more for you. And I know you guys have more. Matter of fact, echo, if you're here, the nose is a result of boxing. I think you're right. I think I heard about that. Nancy Grace is interesting. I got something about Nancy Grace. Sandra G calls him a POS. No problem with that. We're offended for you. Thank you. Well they do noses like look alike. I heard they took him without a shirt at three A. M. When the police give you information, you go with that as fact. I'd say, no, you do not. When the police give you information, you do not go with that as fact. And I'll tell you why, though. Because if what the police said was 100% fact, there'd be no court system. That's a facet of the court system, and it shifts down a funnel, and then justice comes out the other end. That's my opinion, and some people are here to listen to it. But in the case of in let's say online slithing and investigating, it would be good to believe what the police say at first, so you're not chasing your own tell. That's also my opinion. All right, so I've got, Echo, if you're in here, I know you've been going over a lot of this lately, and if you could call in, I'd appreciate it. I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines for you guys right now. I'm going to show you this picture one more time. All right, I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines right now. And we're going to go over some more information I have here. All right.
7: As we've touched on, details about the suspects are limited right now because of Idaho laws on how information in a case is released. So, yes, there are a lot of questions that will need to wait for answers until the legal process plays out. But one thing that was confirmed by Moscow Police Chief James Fry, as we just told you, Brian Koberger had been a teacher's assistant and graduate student in the criminology program at Washington State in Pullman. Now, Washington State is only 15 or 20 minutes away from the University of Idaho in Moscow. Law enforcement was seen on campus at W usu going through that office we talked about and at the nearby campus apartments looking there this afternoon i spoke with washington state journalism professor matt lovelace about the situation at washington state and the thought that a teacher a student from the area is responsible for killing these four we began our chat talking about the feel on the palouse does this bring relief or further complicate it all
8: Certainly from some of the officers who I've known for 15 years before this incident, just a sense of relief. Today is a good day. Um, that was from police captain Roger Lanier with Moscow. He just goes, today is a good day. And you can just see that relief, community-wide, law enforcement, everybody around here.
7: Matt Lovelace is a journalism professor at the Murrow School at Washington State University. He has navigated being a journalism professor in the midst of incredible tragedy while also reporting himself. Loveless captured these shots of police on campus at Wazoo earlier, where they searched an office connected to the suspect, Brian Koberger. Well, when the
8: news broke that it was a WSU graduate student, um, certainly that sent a little bit of a personal shock to me. First thing I did was I came up to campus and I went there. Um, He's got an office in Wilson Short Hall. And that building is closed down. Now, some context for that, um, we're at reduced operations for this week. And so, um, just because of the holidays, most buildings are closed. I just, I'm in the Murrow building right now, the doors are unlocked. So generally speaking, we can still get inside. They have that locked down, but just thinking about the fact that he, you know, just a few hundred yards away from where I'm sitting, talking to you now, this is my office, um, you know, talking to, to, um, people who work on campus, fellow faculty members, just the thought that he could have been here even before this happened. Uh, And certainly the unanswered question, which I posed right at the end of the press conference is, did he come back to school? He was a graduate student. And, um, you know, I'm not passing on any reports. I don't know for sure, but we want to know, did he come back to class? Uh, Did he finish out the semester? Was he here locally? Um, That's sort of like a lingering, I don't know, call it eerie feeling among all of us who teach here and who knows walked by him what part of groups what groups was he a part of here in town you know social groups did i plan next
0: i want to play this for you guys and um i know we've gone over this before and i'm bringing this up because i think it's fake and that's why i'm bringing it up maybe some of you guys will remember i'll show it right here this isn't the original video. I think this video was faked.
9: Hey there, to those of you interested in hearing this report. You guys um, remember this. I just want to let you know that I'm a relative of someone inside the investigation into um, the quadruple homicide in Idaho. Um, I don't.
0: I don't want to be any more specific than that because I don't. Some some people are thinking that this is actually Brian that's making this uh, little video. But on the show here we had the real video at the time and you could actually see his face being reflected off of the phone he was holding. So, well, this sounds like it's the same audio, this is not the same video that he took. But I'm going to go ahead and play this and then I'm going to while I'm playing other things I'm going to try to go back and find our original copy of the video where this was taken because you can see in that video the reflection off of the mirror the glass of his his phone you can clearly see his face so whoever did this is a dumbass
9: I don't want to put anybody in a challenging or contentious situation regarding their continued employment um,
0: to me it I looked, I looked like a fat guy I'm with brown hair in his, his underwear
9: secondhand but it is from what I believe to be a very reliable source. Again, this can only be considered a rumor as I don't have firsthand knowledge. I never planned on posting any of this information out of respect for the victim's families. However, now that one of the victim's fathers has released some of the gruesome details himself, I'd like to share some of the um, investigative theory. Um, As you know, the two women were found in the same bed, but. Um, with similar wounds, that's what's being reported. Um, that's not exactly 100% true, um, at least in, in, in regard to the fact that they weren't, um, they hadn't fallen to sleep in the same bed. Um, one of the victim's wounds were deep gouges that were delivered with extremely aggressive force, so much so that the victim's liver and lungs were destroyed. Um, here's the theory that's happening. Um, They definitely think it was a man because of the force of the wounds. Um, The person must have been very strong. Um, They think the man came into the room after doing what they did on the second floor. They went upstairs. Um, The person cleanly and quietly, um, unalive to the first victim. The second victim awoke and tried to run. The man they believe that the, ma- the man possibly grabbed her, and she screamed loudly, apparently. Um, the man then harmed her, and the reason the wounds were of such force, he was doing it, he was delivering it quickly and forcibly to quiet her, um, which I apologize for how, I know it's disturbing, but anyway, um, how, how do we know that she screamed? Um, because three individuals reported hearing a scream between um, between 3.45 and 4 o'clock. Um, that's why the police have such a specific time frame as to when the murders occurred. Because I don't know if you noticed, but um, the authorities weren't called the next day until late in the morning. Yet they had a very specific
0: time frame when the murder happened. Wait a second. I'm going to go full screen with this. I was looking through our videos to see if I could find the one we did. Ah, is that nothing burger? Let me do that trick. Who showed me that trick? I think it was Jenna. Jenna, are you in there? She's a little minion. I guess she's my minion. I got my own minion. All those people that talked about me on the voicemails, y'all were wrong because... You gotta be important to have your own minion. So this is the
2: video. And she screamed loudly. Apparently.
0: All right, Mister Nothingburger. Um. The- wow. Maybe it is him. Those of you that are listening to the audio stream, I'm sorry, you can't see this. It might be him. What do you guys think? Is that him? If you look close, I got it. I got it, Jenna. Yeah, there I made it bigger. Want me to make it bigger? I can't wait to go back and listen to the front of this. Man, it does look like him. I do want to say this. I'm going to go back to this video. Sugar mom said only a few people in this world are capable of hurting my feelings. I have to say, I want to be honest with you guys. It's really easy to hurt my feelings. And I think most people, it is easy to hurt your feelings. Uh, but you hurt my feelings for two seconds. That's all you get. And I throw it away and move on with my life. You know what I mean? There's some things you can't help. You know, it's like the opposite of the golden rule Do to somebody they would do to you. Well it's the opposite. Don't do to somebody do something to somebody you know and make them mad. And we have these reflexes. So guys, does that look like like nothing burger to you? Let me go ahead and make it larger. I'm gonna play the video more. You can see his ears and his hair. Man, to me it looks like it. But Sherlock's in the house, saying, "Take a screenshot and use exposure. That's a good idea, but I can't do it while we're live." Big ears, you got the ears. Maybe we can get the shadow off his nose, and then we'll know. Send to the tip hotline. They got their man. They say, "I've heard from." Well, I don't know if I have. I brought it here, but they say that uh, they have no other suspects in this guy. The man
9: then harmed her, and the reason.
0: Man, I'm seeing the same facial structure.
9: And the wounds were of such force. He was doing it. He was delivering it quickly and forcibly to quiet her. Um, which
0: I apologize. There's a second here. He looks like when he says he apologizes, it almost like he he's enjoying himself. Master, hug. There's his notes. I have some stuff I want to share with you guys. When, when it, as, as soon as you guys can join in the Discord, you know, with your membership, I got some stuff I want to show you that I'd never air on the air. It's one of the reasons I want to do it. Grabbed and harmed, and I know it's disturbing, but back to his face, did did you guys see? A, anyway um how- ah i got clear i don't know i think it might be him
9: but how do we know that she screamed um, because three individuals reported hearing a scream between um
0: he realized it's shown his 3 45
9: and 4 um, o'clock that's why the police have such a specific time frame as to when the murders occurred because I don't know if you noticed, but um, the authorities weren't called the next day until late in the morning. Yet they had a very specific time frame when the murder happened. They think the scream is why. Um, and after reviewing video files from the neighborhood, uh, they reviewed security cameras in the area, and they have an audio file where you where they I haven't heard it, but I was told that a You can clearly hear a loud scream from a female. That scream was recorded at exactly 3.38 a.m. Neighbors say they didn't call the police because they said there's often loud noise coming from the house. Um, I was told that there are parties there all the time. Again, I don't know if that's true, but it's what I was told. Um, The weapon used was a long serrated edged hunting knife.
0: When we... Serrated edge hunting knife. So when we originally went over this, I could tell that it was bullshit. I could tell that it was fake by the things he was saying, but I couldn't tell. Well, I knew it wasn't a family member of law enforcement. I could tell that, and there was some contradictions in some of the things he said. But I didn't actually think that the killer would be doing it. And I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying, wow, it does look like him. If you look at the reflection, man, maybe there is something to this.
9: The fixed blade, the weapon had not been in the house. The person brought it with them and took it when they left. Um, The two victims were on the same bed, not side by side. One victim was found on top of the other. The reason is that the one tried to escape and was grabbed, harmed, and then shoved and fell on top of her friend. Um, That is why there is um, a lot lot of blood, blood mixtures on this at the scene. Um, uh, they're also desperately looking for this white car. The reason being is that it was seen speeding by an AW w slash gas, I think a gas station. I don't even know what that is, but anyway, that's, again, it could be wrong. I was just told it was seen speeding.
0: Put a link to everything that we're watching now in the show notes. I'm going to go back to, to regular 100%. Thank you, Jenna, for the tip. I appreciate it. um, Somebody reported to me that CNN reported that it was not a white Hyundai Elantra that, what do you call it, the suspect, nothing burger owned, but it's, it's something else. And then I have it reported to me that it was a white Elantra from an official source. So there's still a bunch of BS floating around. We'll find out for sure, though. It won't hurt my feelings if it's a Volvo or whatever. A Ford Pinto. I don't know. I found this. This is very interesting. I'm not the first one to break this. You guys are. You guys sent this to me. Let's go over it. Let's talk about it on the flip side of this.
10: Something like this up. I am just an absolute shopper. Now. I was heading to lunch when my mom called me, and immediately I knew something was off because I have the type of family that we don't call each other. So if someone does call someone. Um, We know something's bad. Uh, She called me and asked me about the the murders. Um, I didn't know where she was going with it until she said that it was Brian Koberger. And naturally I freaked out and called about eight of my friends. Um, My brother was really good friends with him. My other friend, Brandon was really good friends with him. I'm gonna have a picture of him with him um, on the green screen as well. I'm shaking still, um, but anyway, let let me show you. This is back, this is Brandon, the one I was just talking about. It's his wife, Brianna, and that's me. This was back in 2017. Obviously, that's Brian.
0: Somebody in the chat room is saying they don't believe her. Are you talking about the lady here? It looks legit to me.
10: Um, still has the dead face that, it's size. I don't know. Um, but when I spoke to him back in 2017, he was clean. Um, he was a heavy heroin user uh, back in high school, and um, it was just nice to see the kid clean up. And at that time, he said he was doing security detail. I believe it was out of school is what he told me. Um, but he seemed like he was better. Obviously, that wasn't true. Here's another picture from a party that we had at Brandon's house. That's Brian there. He used to be a bigger kid as well. This is for TikTok. Um, But again, that's him. And then at the same wedding, I'm here, but he's back there. He was out sitting at the same table as me and my mother, um, but he is back there enjoying a drink. I was sitting right next to him. We talked. He seemed fine. My mom sent me the old school yearbook. That was him. Brian Koberger, that's him. He went to Pleasant Valley, graduated with, I think, my friend Christopher. A year. TikTok
0: became a reliable um, older, source. Sorry, younger
10: than me. This is when he...
0: That's hilarious. I'm going to repeat this comment. Uh, I was, I can't, who said that? I don't know. I'm just wondering when TikTok became a reliable source. I don't know.
10: Um, Nonchalantly decided to make me drive him around the Poconos for heroin, and I had no idea. I thought I was just doing a nice deed because he needs some.
0: I'm not just going to leave you guys with this. We're going to verify some of the things she's saying tonight on midnight radio
10: thing. And it turns out that he was getting heroin. Um, Sorry, I'm like, my voice is shaking. I might make a part two. I probably have to. I don't have a six minute feature. I only have a three minute feature. I also talk really fast, so I'm sorry.
11: All right, Sue. It's your girl Banfield. Dana Kennedy is a senior reporter for the New York Post, and she's live with me now. Dana, you were able to speak with the um, the aunt of of this suspect, of Brian Christopher Koberger today. What it, uh,
12: welcome, and what did the aunt tell you? I've actually spoke to two of them, and they were both married to brothers of Michael Koberger, that's a murder suspect's father, and the one aunt that I spoke to, who a lot of them are in the Las Vegas area, and she said the last time she saw Brian and his father, Michael, was about four years ago at a funeral out in the Nevada area, and she said that Brian's affect in general, it wasn't as if he came off, of course, as somebody seemingly outwardly crazy, but she said she noticed that he had a really weird food fetish and she said it went beyond being vegan it he required his aunt and uncle to buy brand new pots and pans for him to eat out of because he refused to eat from anything that had meat ever cooked in it and she said it seemed to be-
0: wow that is weird i've never even heard of that my grandson said his ears are as big as mud flaps
12: be an OCD type of situation. She said otherwise he didn't seem that odd. But I spoke to another aunt by marriage who said that the murder suspect's father, Michael, uh, came from a fairly big family that she said uh, lived very close to the edge. They didn't pay a lot of attention to rules. They were a little bit wild. A couple of the uncles of the murder suspect, she said, served time in jail. But for my...
0: If he's Jewish, it could be a kosher thing. Really, it, using uh, new pots and pans every time. Did you see the JLR's video on the Jack in the Box bagging Zena? Yeah.
12: Very minor offenses like gambling or things like that. But I got this sense from both these aunts that the family was pretty odd. And the father's family originally comes from Brooklyn. They later all migrated out to Vegas. And Brian's father, Michael, is the one that was kind of estranged from the rest of his siblings. And I also heard that he could be kind of difficult with his siblings. And I'm talking now again about the murder suspect's father. Were they surprised? I mean, oh,
11: these anecdotes...
0: Were they surprised? Um, I'm sure they were. Yeah. No, of course they were. It's not a good question. It's not a good question. I want to read some of the comments you guys are making. Um, somebody said, it's just a manipulative thing and controlling. That's all it is. Talking about the and pans. Somebody said, is he really Jewish? Now... Bundy Data says something about heroin on here. That's a good question, and I probably shouldn't have said that word on YouTube. Anyway, uh my question is this: why are you gonna be so uptight about what you eat when you're injecting junk in your body? I found the audio of the call in that was also allegedly Brian uh Coburger. Shall I email it to you, Midnight Radio? Yes, please do. I'll play it right now. Breaking news. Somebody sent me a yeah, please send me that right now, we'll play that. And uh Let's go over this next clip I got. I'll tell you what, since Ashley came out of her, her uh, vacation, I bet she wasn't going to be back till the first of the year. But I got another from a girl Banfield.
11: Shannon is the attorney who represents the Gonzalez family. Shannon, you and I spoke earlier today. This has been just an.
0: This answers a question we all had. When did the Gonzalez family know the police had their man?
11: It- Excruciatingly painful day for your clients. I can only imagine. Can you tell me how much they knew prior to this morning's arrest about what was going to happen?
13: Well, we were contacted last night by Moscow PD. So they gave us a phone call and then they gave us some more details this morning. So we knew before everyone else did. So they did a good job of contacting the family.
11: Well, that is actually so quite remarkable, it. right, uh, given the fact that uh, they were going to execute that arrest warrant uh, early in the morning. And so did they, get, um, did they get effectively the play-by-play as it was happening, as they caught the suspect, brought him in?
0: I'm sorry, guys. I do want to mention this. I am sorry for interrupting with something completely off topic, but I should have brought it up at the beginning. I was just excited to go over my hate voicemails. We are currently running a contest for a hat. I want to give away a hat. You want a hat? I have a hat to give away. If you go to the community post about the hat, the post has already been up there for about 24 hours. We're going to end it at the end of the show. Type in there, I want a hat and a number between 1 and 160. And whoever gets closest to that number, after we shut it off at the end of the show, you're going to win the hat. Now, do not put it in the chat room. Those do not count. The chat room does not count. You have to put it on the community post, but I want the hat and the number you choose between 1 and 60. We'll be sending that out. We did a contest the day before yesterday, and there's two people that won, but they have not contacted me to get your hat. If you don't contact me, you have 24 hours, you don't contact me, then you don't get your hat, and we're going to give it away to somebody else. So if you were here and you won, contact me at midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com and say, I won the hat, and your name, and we'll do that. We're going to give away the hat at the end of the show. Please, guys, in the chat room, don't let me forget. Robomod uh, probably will remind me. All right, I'm going to go back into this right now. Oh, oh, one more thing. We are now shipping to Ireland and the U.K. Well, Ireland is in the U.K., but we are shipping now
13: to the U.K.,
11: and cuffed him, uh, put him into the cruiser and processed him back at the station in Pennsylvania?
13: No, it was, you know, the uh, information we received is that they had found someone in Pennsylvania that they had arrested and had a suspect in custody, didn't give us really any more information than that, immediately contacted the family and spoke with them, obviously, you know, relieved to a certain degree and and hopefully and optimistic that this is the right person and they're going to, uh, it's a whole nother process now, starting the criminal justice process um, now that uh, they have someone in custody. so.
11: Arguably, as you know, being a litigator for for a long time and having worked in in murders as well, this is the most painful part of the process because it's lengthy and it's detailed and it is uncomfortable. And oftentimes the information is not something that, you know, anyone ever imagines they'll have to actually look at or assess uh on their own children is there anything that the family can can think of that would be a connection a nexus between this suspect and these four kids and you and i talked about the fact that they didn't think that kaylee had any connection but what about maddie ethan zanna um any thought about the connections here
13: well, you know, like everyone else, we just found out this morning. So I think that's part of the, the Moscow police department, you know, giving the press conference today, asking for more information about this, uh, Koberger kid or guy, um, and wanting more information about him. I think it's probably trying to help them out form these connections. Uh, if there are connections or if it's random or whatever it is, uh, you know, the idea that he, he was a Washington State University, um, student and, you know, lived less than.
0: All right, I'm not going to play all of this because there's a lot to go through from Ashley today. Like, they've really been working her hard, and she's been wearing the same outfit through all these interviews. And quite frankly, I'm worried about her.
14: Just about a minute ago, the yellow tape was taken down. Law enforcement has now left, and we watched multiple bags and boxes being loaded and taken away as evidence. We also saw a computer loaded, so we don't know, you know, if they're looking for that digital.
0: I wonder if it's the one we saw in the video.
14: Evidence against Brian Koberger, but this is his apartment. It's on the second
0: Really? I thought the media were trained to say suspect. Koberger. Um, that's what I heard.
14: Second floor. He lives in 201, and we believe this is a two-bedroom apartment. Uh, we noticed that they have not taped the door. I don't know if this is uh, signs of them having uh, tried to take fingerprints off this door, but they were inside this apartment for Over 12 hours today, processing evidence inside the apartment. Across the way here, we talked to this neighbor earlier, and he said that, you know, he ran into Brian Koberger here and there, um, and he described him as friendly and very talkative. We talked to another neighbor who just said, this is just creepy because he had run into him in the laundry room and Cobra has so Nancy. had talked about being Guess a
0: in, the phase.
11: in criminology. <gasps> okay, okay behind you, I'm sorry. <laughs> to I'm, I'm, I'm so curious about what's behind you. That door behind you. Do, do you see it's hard for us with the camera angle to see if there's any markings if they've had to, like, f- force their entry. Do you see any sort of crowbar markings? Did they have to no. break open that door? Is the lock damaged at all? Does it look as though it was maybe unlocked when they no. got there? They must
14: have gotten the key because Washington State University police also involved in this investigation. These are university apartments. This is earmarked for Ph.D. and graduate students. So we assume that Washington State would have the keys to this apartment because these are for students. Um, And this is campus property.
11: Well, uh, it would make absolutely...
0: You know, somebody mentioned in the chat room right now that I wouldn't be surprised if he is all over these uh, YouTube streets and chats watching us all. You know, there was a lady that called me, and she has a YouTube page of her own, and she talks about the Idaho 4 case, I believe, I can't remember her name. I think it was Michelle. Yes, I'm pretty sure it was Michelle that called. I noticed something. I... I she uh She posted a clip from my channel and uh linked me in it, so it notified me she did that so I went over there to make sure that she knew that i you know it was okay that she did that and she had the rights i did i didn't mind I went over there to, and and in their chat room, there was this one guy who made a really negative comment about her and and sluice online sluice and it it kind of looked like brian kohlberger i 'm just saying. Uh, all right, so I got clips that you guys sent to me, and Michelle, if you're listening, you might want to check that out. It was a I think it was on the clip that you had from my show or the one right after that. I got emails here. Someone put this up, sent this to me, and they say this is supposedly his voice calling in on a podcast.'
2: in a college town, and I've worked with uh, probably at least 10 Sigma Chi members, and... All right, so
0: you can hear his voice. See his high nasally voice. It kind of sounds like the guy from that video we just looked at who said he was the family member of law enforcement, doesn't it? I'm going to put a link to this in the show notes. And you guys were talking about his voice being, a sample of his voice being on some some other YouTube show. If you guys could send me the link to that, to my email, we'll go over that too. We'll compare his voice tonight. And if no one has said it, happy new year, Laura in Ireland and Liz in Ireland and anybody else from Ireland.
2: You know, the one thing that every single one of them, I, I I feel like has asked me is if you were going to
0: kill somebody, how would you get away with it? That's his question. He always asks. And,
2: I just wonder if
0: maybe. Oh, it's been debunked. Okay, we're
2: gonna listen to it though. If maybe this is nothing more than some kid in a fraternity trying to prove himself, and that was it. So you said some, you worked with five or six Sigma Chi kids, and they asked you how if you can kill somebody, they can get away with it. Yeah. Did I hear that right? Yeah. Oh and my God. I know that's a thing that just like maybe people say trying to like have interesting conversation, but like just in my head it's like this is it's always been these these dudes that were in in the fraternity hmm and and so it makes me wonder if it's a thing that that's in their in their like culture that they ask to see how smart you are and whatever. And what kind of answer you come up with and someone took it too far? Oh wow uh, who uh, what what kind of dudes would ask you that? Well, that that's-
0: All right, the whole clip of that is going to be on the show notes I'll put the link to everything we're going over today. I got another I'm not sure what this is.
15: We love you, Jerry.
4: I hit you, Jerry. I hit you, Jerry. I love you, Jerry. I hit you. I hit you. You're a little rat. I love you, Jerry. I hit you, Jerry. But that's my Jerry. He is a freak.
0: Oh my gosh! I'll tell you what—that's quite something to be singing about on uh, New Year's Eve. Oh my gosh! Not really. I am turning red. That's awesome. Thank you guys.
2: So you guys say the voicemail. Crazy as shit, man. That's a that's an outrageous statement, man. I, I mean, I'd write their real? names down. Yeah, man. Like I, uh, like I, like you know, I like horror movies and all that kind of stuff, and I'll watch those kind of things. But like when someone like in person says some stuff like that, it's kind of like jarring it's like what why are you
4: saying
2: stuff Stop like the that? yeah that's uh man who who said that to you i live in a college town and i've worked with uh probably at least 10 sigma kide members
0: okay now it's going over again somebody asked in the chat room didn't Didn't Howard Stern have a murderer call on the show years back? Yes, he did, and that was verified. You can watch that on YouTube. You can type in there, murderer, serial killer calls Howard Stern, that really happened. And let's see. What else do I have here? A lot of stuff to go over, a lot of stuff to go over. If you guys would like to call in, the phone line is open. The line is 325-261-0892. The question that came right in my mind when I found out that he was a heroin addict, or I heard, a lot of you guys are thinking that lady's not legitimate. I'm leaning towards she is, but when I find out she's not, I'll be okay. You say she's in front of the picture. Yes, she is, but that's a TikTok thing. I don't understand TikTok. I don't use it, but I understand it's a TikTok thing. To another man that doesn't understand TikTok, not a little bit, that's. Chris Cuomo. It's very, uh, it's a very. uh, Midnight Caller Line, this is Jerry.
3: Hi, Jerry. This is Barbara from Washington.
0: Hey, Barbara, if you haven't already, could you mute your TV or your computer?
3: Yeah, I did mute. Okay. I turned the computer off. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to say Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year to the Midnight Writers. And I just had one thing that's been on my mind which is the well everyone you know but people are making fun of the sleuth of course and then how do you feel about that oh I have mixed feelings I I, did get a little carried away but on the other hand I think uh, for mental health reasons people need it you know they, they weren't getting information and um and it was fearful people were fearful and sad and uh you know, just as a whole I mean uh for the for the kids and for the families and then just in general, just the world, you know something so brutal and ugly and um I think it was a way for some people to um, get on top of that, you know, get involved a little or uh, i don't know take their mind off it in a sense by uh going to the sites and uh, you know hearing this person, that person or you know, you just want to make sense of it all. So I think that was more of a, I I, I think it has a benefit to the public, I should say. Um, But before I forget, my main thing was the, you know, everybody's also patting the police on the back now. And I wanted to uh, figure out a way to get a citizen's award uh, to that gal at the Chevron station, who on her own time, on her graveyard shift, not the most fun job, um, found that video on her own time. No one, you know, the police hadn't come to, uh, get that from her. And, uh, she did that on her own and found it. And that was a crucial piece of evidence. Anyway. So any ideas on that? I didn't know if I should call the chamber of commerce or police department or, but I think she should get a citizen's award. What do you think?
0: Let me think about that. Um, I think she should, but I'm thinking about, would she be counted as an internet sleuth?
3: Well, I don't know she did it on her own, isn't that, isn't that, I mean, she did it at work. I don't know if it wasn't on the net per se, but she was sleuthing on her own at work and, you know, and found the car on the, and gave it to the police. Yeah, which d- was their, one of their main, yeah.
0: I definitely think that, that she should, but I don't know. I don't yeah, know if that would like happen. I don't know who you'd contact. Maybe somebody in the chat room is.
3: Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll check in there. Anyway, I just thought that was, you know, because now they've got that car and, and they're processing it, so and that could be a big key. I mean, an added key to uh, getting him convicted.
0: Okay, hold on, Barbara. That's one thing I wanted to talk with you about, the car. What car did you hear they have?
3: The uh, Elantra.
0: You heard that they Actually, do have it, the Elantra, an actual
3: Elantra. Yeah, he, he drove it 2,500 miles back to, back to his parents' house where they got him. At, so the car was there.
0: I've heard from the police department, and they said during the conference that it was an Elantra, CNN said it wasn't and other people were reporting to me that it wasn't actually an Elantra so even though the facts really? we actually have facts now we get contradicting real facts
3: yeah I thought I picked that up from the police uh you know the uh, newscast or whatever on the maybe not I'll have to re-go over and see where I got that information
0: I mean, but we all that, we were all I sitting here. We're all sitting here listening to it together. That yes, we did get the Elantra. I don't know. Yeah. I just wanted to check. I mean, I guess my own eyes aren't good enough, you know.
3: Well, I actually thought it was his mother's car. That's
0: what I heard. What I heard
3: yeah, too. and so then, it, and then he drove it back to uh, Pennsylvania when he left um, after the semester, and he finished the semester out, unbelievably so. Went back to school, meaning, and then. And then went back home at the Christmas, you know, whatever you call it, winter break.
0: Yes, yeah, he uh, and uh, went to every class.
3: Yeah, for well, he's in that PhD program, you know. So he has his kind of own uh, office, I guess. And I don't know. Anyway, I'm just glad they got him. I was because I think he would have killed again myself think he was a serial killer in the making if he hasn't already killed prior.
0: You got to wonder if the killings in in Washington and Oregon were him.
3: Yeah, I've always wondered because the the one lady in Washougal, she was uh, uh, assistant at a school, I mean, education assistant in administration at one of the schools there, and she was older, like 71. And then the other two in Salem were younger, 26 and 24. And um, But there was a third person in the house there who didn't get killed. And that's what scared the person off. But the man died and the woman lived, but she was stabbed 19 times. I don't know how, that's just a miracle there.
0: Yeah, her life will still never be the same.
3: <sighs> oh no, that's, yeah, anyway it's just, I'm finally, my PSD is, <laughs> PSD is calming down now, it's been kind of riled up over all this, but um, anyway, it helps to listen to the show, and I won't keep you holding on there, I just wanted to see about that, because um, I just thought that was really cool, that gal, you know, took the time to sleuth on her own, She did, so, and no one mentions her, but no one even, you know, they, they mention other things, and Every I noticed a few of the uh, online people want to say when, if they were right at all, when most of everybody was wrong. You know, it doesn't matter though. At least you know, and all that. Uh, I think it just helps people to to have the discussion, like you said, to um,
0: have a conversation talk about, about it, yeah, and be free to do it. Yeah, and get
3: diff- and different ideas. You know, I'm and um, the people that were closest. You know, like the Jack D. I mean, that that kind of just goes with the territory. He was the ex; it pretty much is going to happen that way. That you're going to be looked at, you know.
6: I but agree. Um, I agree.
3: Pre- yeah, prayers to all of them, anyways. It's, it's it's you know it's not over yet, really, until this guy's uh, makes it through the whole system. And who knows? Things happen, you know.
0: It does. I think I appreciate your call, and thank you very much.
3: Yeah. Have a really happy night, everybody. (laughs) Okay. Thank you very much.
0: That's Barbara, everybody. I see her a lot in the chat. She's she's a supporter of the show, and uh, we appreciate everything she does. I really mean that. There's some things, rumors I've heard, and I want to talk with you guys about. Normally, I don't talk about everything I hear, I don't talk about rumors, and I don't put gory things up here. So I'm really looking forward to opening up that discord server within the next few, few hours. Midnight caller line. This is Jerry.
2: Jerry Ryan here from Bozeman, Montana.
0: Hey, if you haven't yet, could you do me a favor and mute your computer or your TV? You betcha man.
2: Thanks. Hey, I just love your show. Dude, I
8: don't have much to say. I live in Bozeman. He might've traveled through here. I'm just glad he didn't get anybody here in this town. Oh man.
0: I'm glad you like the show. Is it cold up there right now?
8: Uh, yeah, pretty cold. Not too bad. Uh, it was negative forties recently. Uh, switched to to forty. It's really not so bad.
0: We had a high in seventy something today here in Texas. Nice, love Texas. It's barbecue weather out here. I thank you for calling. I got a question for you. I've heard a lot of rumors lately. Yeah, but- there's, of course, just a rumor that he was on heroin. We're about to listen to a clip of Cuomo uh, saying, I guess he's going to say that perhaps it's drug-related, what, what happened. But I'm not sure. What are your take on some of these rumors that you still hear floating Yeah, I mean, around?
8: I, I don't see how that has anything, really. I mean, the guy did some heroin. I mean, what is his relation to these kids, I guess, or that campus? You know, do you think he was selling drugs there? I don't really think it has anything to do with it. I think it's a buzzword.
0: I don't think it does either. Uh, we have some more rumors we've been hearing that's gonna, that are going around that are just crazy. Um, I thank you for calling and, uh, I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, bro. Great show. Love you so much, man. Take care. Thank you.
0: So the, I'm trying to think that some of the really weird, you guys helped me echo. I know you're into all these rumors echo. Do you want to call me and talk about these rumors? I mean, the weird stuff regarding suspect nothing burger, nose. It just, there was a weird one. It just flew right out of my mind. That's okay. That happens sometimes. Um, there's an update from Donna Serafina. She talked about his family being in bread, and there's some kind of Burger bread. So they're, they're saying that is a connection there. And maybe his ancestry, and he was going to attack his mother. Yeah, I think as far as heroin goes, my wife and I talked about this yes last night. Like maybe that did have something to do with his change in his mind. And if you look at that lady's TikTok where she showed all of his pictures, one thing you definitely see is his face. His eyes become dark. I mean, they look evil. Look at me. I don't look evil. My surroundings might look a little evil just because it's a little bit red, but I don't look evil. You guys don't look evil. Jenna, the picture of the minion, she doesn't look evil. All right, let me pull up this Chris Cuomo video. I'm going to tell Chris Cuomo this in case he listens to my show, and I'm 100% sure he does not. But when he loses his job this time and Perhaps he will. I'd like to say, I'd, I'll have a spot for him here.
15: Unusual situation uh, that we have on our hands here. The crime scene itself, uh, what was seemingly... Don't worry, we'll get
0: to this video sometime. Midnight caller line, this is Jerry. Who am I speaking to?
6: Hi, Jerry. It's it's Echo calling.
0: Hey, Echo. You okay? You sound like okay. you've been running.
6: Well, I, I'm just... um No, I jumped up to... um close my blinds because I don't want my dogs to start barking.
0: I have that effect on dogs.
6: Home, so.
7: <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I know you sent me some so. emails and I can't remember what specifically I was going to talk about regarding some of these crazy rumors about Brian. So do you uh-huh. remember some of these rumors?
6: Yeah. I mean, there's, well, there's okay. So the real crazy ones, I, I don't, I just kind of just miss them right away uh-huh. because just, it's too much information. Um, it's a good thing to discuss in the
0: discord maybe.
6: Right. It's, it's like, I do hear crazy stuff and, um, you know, I mean, I'd have to take like, for instance, which which one in particular?
0: Ah, I don't remember. I have to go through all my emails. Um,
6: was it about Emily? I mean, you know, I think we went
0: over the, his, his involvement with his sister. Um, yeah, let's go over the Emily one again. We'll just do that. Again, yeah, this so is a wild-ass speculation, a wild-ass theory. It's probably not true.
6: <laughs> well, so the Emily thing, somehow it stemmed from a uh, Hunter and Emily was sister to someone who had answered the door. Or no, 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 Emily was a neighbor who called the police, noise complaints, things like that. And then I didn't really look into it because... Until the, the law enforcement or someone, you know, mentions it about a neighbor or there's, I, I just, I won't go there right. because to me it just seems like it's um, a red herring and maybe others know more, but I don't know anything about it and I can't breathe air into it because I could go down a million rabbit holes on the Emily. I mean, maybe there is a neighbor named Emily, but I just don't think we'd have, I mean, who has that, who's the source? I hear all different kinds of things where people say Emily's the neighbor um, and she had a grudge against, or he had a grudge against the girls because the sister who is Emily or something like that.
0: I heard, I heard that Emily was in the fraternity with, one of the girls and had a grudge against him was in the area. and was the one calling in the, the noise complaints, but I debunked it. I debunked a part of that story because the noise complaints didn't come from Emily. They came from somebody else. Right. Because there are records of the noise complaints and Emily's not on there.
6: Right. And so I didn't go that far. You went further than I did with it, which is good, but I mean, you know, you're a host on a, on a life show. So obviously, right. You're, you're going to want to do that, but I can't go down certain roads with many of these rumors because they're just not, I don't know, but I did send you a lot of different things um, that, you know, we're kind of like, I don't know. It's like there's different levels of, of rumors. Right. But it seems like that one um, group where I sent you a lot of the discussion Was that guy, Papa Roger, who kept commenting?
0: Yes, that, yes.
6: Okay, so it seemed as if that group was established early on, and there were a lot of different opinions in there, and that's the wonderful thing about slurping is that you get all these different various opinions that come from different directions, and that helps to get to the, the crux of it, or the truth, right? Like, So, because you've got people coming in all different directions, and They bring their different skill sets or their abilities and then they go through and they whittle it down and figure it out. Well, these people had been talking with this weird guy that kept, um, posting things, asking questions similar to what was on Reddit. And then some people on the page were like, well, he here's, you know, they're looking at "What, what were your private messages? Because it got shut down. The Papa Roger, um, Okay, I bringing that up or, for wait.
0: everybody right now
6: yeah and I'm not sure I can't I can't figure out if it's if it's the real deal or not I know he's still there I know that he is um, Have, so did you,
0: you actually, know, actually see the Papa Rogers account before it was taken down
6: yes yes I did but what someone had said, well, it looks like him, like he did a cartoon animation of himself and someone else went and saw the internet and they found that that picture that he had as his profile picture was in fact not a generated one. It was just a, you know, a stock photo of something else, which that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't go toward anything. It just means you know, Brian could have grabbed or the suspect could have grabbed, you know, anything from anywhere. If that in fact was him that was commenting in that group but that group believes that it is him, the majority of the people believe that it's him and so right now, instead of trying to find the suspect, they're trying to figure out if this is the guy because these are the tips that are being turned into the police. So this is what the police are running off of because it kind of goes, well, not just kind of, it really goes towards his mens rea, which is his mental state before and after the murder or I shouldn't say that word, but you know, the attacks. So it's like anything he does and says before and after, um, the police want to know about those things because it goes towards his mental state, which is all goes to premeditation, which all goes toward his conviction, you know, what they're going to ask for as far as his sentence, um, if that makes any sense. You know, they just want to know
15: everything.
0: Somebody in the chat room posted, does anybody want to talk about the felony burglary? Does he have a felony burglary charge on him? Yes. Tell me about that if yes, you know about does.
15: it.
6: Well, okay, anytime you break and enter into a home with the intent to commit a felony, it's a burglary in most jurisdictions, you know, most states around the union, right? So at the very least, that's what, what he would be charged with. He's already charged with it. So they went ahead and... Filed a complaint in Idaho against him, and then a warrant went along with that. Obviously, they go over to Pennsylvania. He's got first-degree murder charges, and he's got a sealed uh, warrant. The warrant the got indictment. probable cause and evidence, huh?
0: The sealed indictment.
6: Yes, it's an indictment, but it's a warrant. So that indictment is to bring him to court, but the warrant is to go and search seizures. So, that, so this part of the, at this part of the case, it um, deals with search seizures, interrogations and identification, right? And then the other things come up later, but habeas okay. corpus, that's body. they have to bring the body to court. So that um, indictment leads to a warrant. See what I mean, the, the court, doesn't, you know, orders an indictment, indicts him to come to court so that they can look at all of what they have. And that's when the warrant um, that has, you know, what the judge finds to be to qualify as totaling up to probable cause that he committed those crimes, which one includes uh, burglary, felony burglary and the other one includes first degree murder so far. So they're wanting do we know why? It?
0: I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was so going <laughs> to say, there's a slight delay. I was going to ask, where did the burglary come from for entering the house? That's right.
6: Well, it's just something that you would put on there as well.
0: Okay, that's true.
6: You would just you would just put that on there because it's a very, any felony. So, any felony, now that is an interesting question because now you've got, I mean, just super duper um, can span out a million different ways. If you've got felony burglary on there, and I'm not trying to get anyone to go down a weird road here, okay? So I'm trying to be careful because our minds go a million different ways. On it. But if you have felony burglary, there is like a felony burglary. or not? There's a felony murder rule in many states. Okay. And I believe Idaho is one of them, where in the commission of a crime is someone dies um, that you're charged with first degree murder or you're charged with murder, the homicide of it. It's called felony um, murder. So if there's a felony committed and someone dies as a result, right? Mm-hmm. Then anyone connected with it and yourself or the individuals that they have or whoever else may be with them, that includes anyone who'd be with them. They can tie to, um, those deaths so they are charging you with first degree murder but say for instance um they wanted to use some sort of and i'm not i have to do my research because i you know it's been a long time since i was in law school and i don't know if idaho specifically has this rule we just studied it in general but um many states do but if he was were found guilty of burglary felony at the very least, and deaths were caused as a result of that, say they couldn't get him on the premeditation for the first degree or something like that, then they could use a felony murder, which would mean they could hold him guilty, they could find him guilty for murder, getting from that burglary because it was a felony. And in the commission of that crime, someone was killed. The same would apply for robbing a 7-Eleven if you rob someone and you don't mean to kill them, but you wind up killing them, then the fe- it was a felony you were trying to commit and you wind up uh, being guilty for the murder. It's like an automatic thing. It just helps the prosecution. Does that make any sense?
2: A little
0: bit. It makes a little bit of sense as far as the, uh, the conviction on it um, or the indictment, really. And they said they're going to release <laughs> more information when the indictment goes through after he gets extradited.
6: And I mean, the thing is, is usually when you prosecute, you're going to list a felony burglary because he broke in, right? So it just goes with it. I mean, if someone goes over and commits domestic violence at their sister's house or an ex-girlfriend's house or ex-wife's house and they break in and enter, they've got a felony burglary. That gives them to play. You know how they they will dismiss certain charges and go with the others. They just kind of have to put whatever's there. But while he's being held in Pennsylvania until we figure out if he's going to waive it, his extradition, Mm -hmm. or if he's, he's going to, you know, go ahead and come over um, here to this state. um, uh, Meanwhile, the reason they want the tips is because, If they can secure, you know, better information, you can guarantee if they believe that he is in fact or find him guilty, they're going to want to go after, you know, the penalty. And, you know, there's quite a a burden to get to that point.
0: I also heard from a reliable source that he, that the police department aren't looking at any other suspects. They say that he's the only one that they have, but again... They didn't even say they had him until they got him. So I, if they did right. have more, I don't think they would announce it again.
6: I can't verify that. You may have, I mean, I, you know, I can't verify that.
16: I haven't seen that.
6: I think that they're, I think they're open to any, anything. And they're looking to, to exclude because here's why. What do you think the defense attorney is going to say? I mean, he pulled that whole, did you arrest anybody else? You know, like we haven't heard that from a serial killer before. Right. Right. I mean, so yeah, he pulled that. So that was just to kind of, I mean, in my opinion, to set himself up for defense. Say
0: the that defense they had tunnel vision,
6: to, right? And the defense is going to say, "Hey, it wasn't him, but it was these other people." But yeah, he 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 had these people come in for this um this assignment, and this was a study, and it was these guys that went and committed the murder. They were already ex-cons. He's going to try to he's going to try to put that pin that chart, those charges, onto some ex-cons that he was perhaps corresponding with. So they need everything, you know, that people can bring together. They need everything um, to make sure that he doesn't escape conviction, because really that's what I think the whole study was about now at this point, was a way out a way out of prosecution I didn't
0: think of you it know that I think
2: way. he just yeah, plausible deniability and
0: reasonable um, uh, what do you call it shadow of a doubt really
6: yeah yeah I mean it's a great and just like you said um you know you heard from a good source that they aren't looking at anybody else that doesn't help them not I, to look at anybody else, True. does it?
0: I heard it from a reliable source. I heard it from a real source. The police said they are not looking at anybody else, but that doesn't mean that's true.
6: Right, because they hold everything to their chest right now. But I think it would do them well, but apparently they they think that they have uh, until more tips come in. But just like you were asking about these wild rumors and things like that, nothing's too wild to bring to them. Every avenue needs to be explored because the defense attorney will then be looking at social media, you know, to fan those wild rumors as not just speculation, but, you know, a defense to where, look, even, even the majority of, of the Internet believed that this person was involved. They didn't do their due diligence. They didn't go look, look in these directions, and they have to. So, you know, I don't know, but as far as like the heroin thing, she could, that, that gal, I'm getting going here a different direction. I know you probably got to go, but, um, that gal could have very well just said those things and does heroin matter. Yeah, it does. Because there was a substantial change in weight loss. He lost like a hundred pounds in high school and I saw pictures. I'm not saying they can be verified, but, um, She certainly knew a lot about his mom who taught at the school and different things, different accounts that she had of him. And she showed text messages and the dates were on them. I'm sure she could have quickly gone and mastered those or, you know, fabricated them. I don't think so. My gut tells me that girl's legitimate and she, she's seeking a little bit of fame. Yeah. But not a lot. If she was, you know, um, not seeking fame, she would have just called the tip hotline, right? And not put it on TikTok. But, I don't know how that would um, help the
0: tip hotline.
6: Well, just goes toward his personality and the change in him. It just, it better, okay, so the prosecution, when they go after this guy, they're going to go through his whole life. And they're going to say, this is, what ha- this is who this guy is. They have to convince the jury that this guy did this because the defense is going to come up and say, no way, this guy, you know, he's great. He's this, this, they have to paint a picture. That's true. So any information she has on this guy. Um, and you know, he's been back and forth to, to Pennsylvania a number of different times. Probably he just started at WSU, he just graduated what, 2021 or was it May of 2021 or 2022 with his master's mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania. And then started right up at WSU. So, I mean, he's been back and forth. Anything that leads to him, like the chief uh, said here just a few minutes ago when he was interviewed by a local um, news station, he said that they're getting tips that they're relying on and have been relying on from all over the nation. So it's, it's not just local stuff from the, you know, things... The Pacific Northwest, it's from over. And her calling in the tip hotline, does that help the rest? You got that. But does it help the prosecution's case? Yes. And they're using this opportunity to continue building that case. And so there is there is a strategy to it, and it doesn't compromise his constitutional rights in any way. Facts are facts he'll get his day in court. If he was my son, which I'd be so ashamed if he was, but if he's guilty, of course, we're just saying, um, purely speculation on my behalf. But if he were my son, I would still, uh, probably want him to waive the extradition just so that he could show up himself. I would want him to show up to court himself. And then while he was traveling to Idaho, I would want him to be in contact with very good defense attorneys if that makes sense
0: how do you how long do you think it'll be before we find out if he stopped the extradition? Tuesday okay
6: he'll be given he'll be given I believe it'll be Tuesday if, by the latest Wednesday I'm just guessing but Tuesday
0: other than just wanting Tuesday to get we'll, it over with and wanting. Why, why would there be a reason why he doesn't waive extradition?
6: I don't know. I, you know, I think you, I, I don't know. I think your other sleuths might know better than me. I, I can't imagine why he would not want to waive extradition other, other, than, I don't know. How I much mean,
0: time would that buy him waiving extradition?
6: I don't know because there's a guideline. So and and I, I'd have to look it up. But he'd have like a period of time the court would ask for him to avail himself, so they'd probably allow him travel time.
7: Okay.
0: Well I appreciate It'd you calling on. in.
6: I'm I'm assuming. I think thanks oh, you for thank calling you. in
0: and yeah, I read the your all your emails and that made me think to get you to call in today to talk about this. And I yeah, appreciate thanks it. a lot. All right, you have a good evening. Okay,
6: take care. You too, thanks. All right.
0: Let's echo everybody. Uh, All right. Let us play this. I'm going to hold the phone calls while we go over this Chris Cuomo clip. And I might open it back. I might not. We'll see. We are kind of running out of time here. We'll do this right this time. All the links to everything that we're going over today is going to be in the description of the video below. All right, here we go.
15: ...and apparently random. Uh, And now we have a young man, Larry Kobolinski, 28 years of age, uh, who has studied criminology for a long time uh, and is a very uh, even demeanor according to authorities.
0: Excuse me, did he say Larry Kobolinski?
15: Uh, who has studied criminology for apparently random. Uh, and now we have a young man, Larry Kobolinski, 28 years of what? age, uh, who has studied criminology for a long time uh, and is a very uh, even demeanor according to authorities while in custody and only asking a single question as reported, has anyone else been arrested? How does it complicate the analysis of dealing with someone with his kind of skills and background?
16: Well, it's hard because he studied uh, criminal justice, obviously, and he studied, studied crime. Uh, and he's even done surveys Uh, to see uh, how people felt as they were committing crimes. Uh, It seems that what I heard in this TikTok presentation is that he was into drugs, even as a young person. And this might explain the rage and the passion and the the terrible stabbing that uh, that he did uh, to these four students. Uh, And he may have been on stimulants. Uh, He may have progressed from heroin, which is more down. Uh, to amphetamines and cocaine and things of that sort. And that might explain the the viciousness of the attack.
15: Mm. Um, Now, uh, counselor, at the end of the day, we only know what authorities can show. Uh, And as tantalizing as it may be his background, uh, his criminology studies and how he appears in pictures and from reports, they're gonna have to show what for this to stick.
0: Well, they're going to have to Well, damn it. What the hell do you think they're going to have to show, Chris? They're going to have to show physical evidence, DNA. They're going to have to show where he was during this time. Did he have an alibi? Does the car have DNA in it that he used? Can they find the... What what the hell do
17: you think, Chris? Show that it was... They believe they're charging him with first degree, so they're going to have to show that it was premeditated, that it wasn't a situation where he just ended up in that room... There was a scuffle and this terrible scene happened. They're going to have to show that this was planned in order for a first-degree murder conviction to stick. And I think that the autopsy reports showing that these victims were likely asleep when they were first stabbed, at least, uh, which is absolutely terrible. Uh, I think that that's going to take care of that, um, the chance that anybody could argue that it wasn't premeditated, because obviously if you're going and stabbing people that are sleeping, you've, you, there's only really one reason to do that. So um, I think just with those bare facts, it's a very, very strong case for a first-degree argument. I, I don't think that there's much that a defense is going to...
0: This is going to be one hell of a case. Um, we're all looking at it from the outside. We don't know the information the cops have. We do know how they feel about it. The chief, you know, all humor was removed from his eyes when he said, this is the guy. We have the guy killed the four. He said that. He was clear on it. I believe he believes it. Now, that being said, you're on our side right here where we don't have access to all their information. But I want to say I don't know any case that looks more clear cut than this. I, I, I have no idea. But I tell you, it's going to be gripping. I don't know if there's going to be cameras in the court or not, but I'm telling you this is something, this is next level here. To think that there is a lawyer that is going to be able to get him off on this. I can't imagine him not getting the death penalty. Depending on what they have, they could uh, see if he can do a plea deal, if he just admits to everything. And... Um, That way, the only plea deal he would get is not the death penalty, but life in prison, no parole. That is all that he could possibly get. And I don't even know how they're going to, I don't even know where in the world he could get a fair trial, if not the Hague, perhaps the Hague. Uh, Because just this show right here is like big. Our show here is big in Romania and big in like Luxembourg, Germany. So, I mean, if you can't go there to get a fair trial, where can you go, you know? I'm just saying. Somebody brought up this point. And they said that the public defender is the coroner there in Moscow, Ohio. Ohio, Idaho. Oh my God, I'm as bad as Chris. I'm as bad as Chris. Idaho. Moscow, Idaho. All right. So they say it's the same coroner. So what kind of public defender is he going to get? Maybe he'll be able to take one from them or they get one over. What kind of
17: trial is this going to be tossing back to you larry to be able to argue that it wasn't premeditated now getting into the history of drugs the long history of drugs obviously since he was in high school maybe even before then there could very well be um, a, a mental health defense there could be a, a, um, a, a defense about he didn't have the capacity at the time to form that intent and that's where the argument is going to be for sure
15: Now, would not help you so much on the issue of guilt, but this is a death penalty state in Idaho, and obviously uh, sentencing, you're going to have different aggravating, mitigating circumstances. Uh, Now, look, we're a very long way uh, from that, Kobolinsky, because the main thing that we have to have established here is putting him in the house. Now, they charged him with felony burglary, in addition to the four homicides, uh, which is, of course, a layering charge just to put more irons in the fire, but also suggests, Larry, they can put him in the house. And picking this guy up he wasn't in any of the video Chris ahead, he's
16: Mike. definitely in the house his DNA is either mixed the hell
0: he's calling everybody Larry is this guy's name Larry this guy needs to clean his place up I wouldn't talk to this guy
16: with blood of the victims or it's on. what in
0: the hell this is Dr. Lawrence Kobolinski this is Dr. Lawrence Kobolinski he called Dr. Lawrence Kobolinski Larry and if you look at Chris Cuomo's eyes, it looks like he's lit up like the chief.
16: Under or underneath the fingernails of the victim. Uh, I think we may have frozen. No, I got you, Larry. I think Keep talking. There may, I'm sorry, there may be DNA.
0: Un- I'm sorry, my name is not Larry, you jackass.
16: Under the fingernails of the victim. Uh, and uh, that would, uh, you know, these people tried to defend themselves. There were defense wounds, and one or two may have scratched at, at the assailant, uh, and it may very well be DNA under the fingernails, and that will tie him completely. Now- that
0: is his, his I'm intelligent pose.
16: Uh, also-
0: I'm seeing if he has an earpiece in his ear. Damn it, Chris. It's the wrong name. It's not Larry. What is
16: with you in this, Larry? Maybe mixtures of of blood. And uh, as you heard earlier today, CeCe uh, explained that uh, these mixtures can be deconvoluted and you can come up with his profile. Deconvoluted.
15: I mean, look, here's the troubling suspicion at this point he didn't belong in the house uh yeah he's you know he's not a contemporary he doesn't go to the university he didn't live there uh he's not somebody we saw that night he's not somebody that the family is coming out and say, oh no 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 that guy uh, we've known him forever so uh again it's for the prosecutor to do the work uh but it, it it's not something where okay uh, like the boyfriend early on or the other guy on the videotape where there needs to be an explanation of context hey thank you for hey, watching. Uh-oh. please hey larry
0: Bye, larry Man, it always gets me. Hey, what? I got something for you. I got Nance. Girl, Nance. Uh, I'm sorry, but as a producer, I just want to let you guys know who are at Fox. And please listen to me on this for the love of everything sacred and holy. Ingram Angle is the worst name for a show you could ever have. Ingram Angle. Oh, my
18: gosh. She joins us now with a preview. Nancy Grace, thank you for being here. Um, I want to start with the idea that uh, one of the reports that we got is that when they went in to capture him, that he said, am I the only one that was arrested? What what do you make of that? And give us your analysis of this whole case and where we are today. Well, that
19: would suggest that there is an accomplice. I want to point out two things. Uh, This guy has got a master's degree in criminology. He's currently working on a Ph.D. in criminal justice. Yet he drove the getaway car all the way and parked it outside of mommy's house? Are you kidding me? Another thing we know about this guy, he has been described as obsessively vegan, to the point that he made his parents get rid of their pots and pans. Oh no, the bake process in the dishwasher wasn't enough. They had to buy new pans that had never touched meat. What does that tell me? He is obsessive, he is fastidious, he's about six feet tall, he's socially awkward. He planned this whole thing out. Did you notice the charges? He didn't go in to steal. He didn't go in to rape anybody. He went into that home with the intent to kill. How long had he been watching these girls? And as we speak, Jason, they are tearing his Pullman apartment apart, apart. any notes or writings anything everything catch him up to this murder and i predict they will find it
18: so the suspect here i mean the the initial uh profile they i must say she
0: intimidated me just now really and i got a cramp in my shoulder that's why i'm doing the funky
18: toothpaste dance Came out. This pretty close to the person that is the suspect at this point. It's
7: pretty
4: close yes, to is. the person.
19: That's the suspect, From the get go, we said uh, a male between twenty five and thirty eight to forty, a white male, because people normally kill within their own race single, which she is. As a matter of fact, there's no indicia of a girlfriend, an ex, a fiancé. Even a high school girlfriend hasn't been dug up yet. So, is this guy an incel? What was his motivation? And let me remind everybody, the state doesn't even have to prove motivation. But I can tell you, take a look at this guy. Would it surprise you to see him, that face staring in your bathroom window? Because it would not surprise me. And this is a death penalty state. Four bodies equals the death penalty.
18: Well, I, I hope that the parents have some degree of closure and something in their heart and their family whoa, 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 members whoa, whoa, that they get minute. some degree wait a of minute, closure. Sir.
19: There's no such thing yeah. as closure. This guy yeah. will probably Tell end them, up with a life sentence unless so a jury comes to the their senses and gives them the death penalty. These families, and I know as being a victim of violent crime, you get a life sentence for the rest of your life wondering I, what you're looking for. I want to kick her off my show. I want to kick her off
0: right now. I'm, I'm it intimidated. will never yeah. be over for them. The there is no closure sound.
19: for these families.
18: No, it's a good point. I bet. Do you believe that there is or is not somebody else out there? He's the, got the, a tear the police in the chief in the was asked the direct question. He didn't exactly give a Man. totally 100% conclusive She's answer. putting on about. a hell of a show, guys. <laughs> I'm not saying You're it's dangerous. So right, he
19: totally dodged it. Forensically, it appears that there was only one type of weapon used. So, what am I supposed to think? They handed the knife off to each other? No. Uh, but could someone have been a lookout? Did someone help plan it? Possibly. Possibly. But in my mind, highly doubtful.
18: Uh, no murder weapon at this point. He's What's your take now. on that?
0: They haven't found it yet. I
19: think he got rid of the weapon. I think he studied long enough getting his master's and soon his PhD in criminology to know to get rid of the murder weapon. Hello? But still, I'm, I am confounded by the fact that he kept the car. Maybe he couldn't explain that away to mommy and daddy. And that car, as you wheels. heard a few minutes ago, is going to be a treasure trove. Look, it's practically impossible to clean blood out of a car. You can't get rid of DNA with bleach. You've got to use something like muriatic acid, such as black swan. He didn't do that. I guarantee you they're going to find something, some Good job, Nancy. The car. next person be will. Be the front, the steering wheel, the ignition, the hatchback. There will be something in that car.
18: Yeah, it was December 7th that they put out that picture. At 3.45 in the morning, that car's going by. But it obviously paid a, played a huge role in the evidence in trying to track this Nancy person Nancy yelled at down. me like that. I'd be like this.
19: It really did we, long we need to said go to commercial the car Our hopes were raised when a car similar to this was found in Oregon with a homeless person sleeping in it that was not the car this is the car now we understand that they have matched him up to DNA at the crime scene it can't just be any DNA because that was a real party house and is there anything wrong with that having a good time but DNA at critical locations such as in both the bedrooms on all the bodies, or more than one body, possibly on the doorknob. Did he touch the doorknob of the downstairs girls that lived that night? It's not just DNA at the scene. It's DNA at critical locations in that scene that will now match up to him. Where did they get the matchup? Maybe like you heard earlier, genealogical DNA. Or maybe they got his DNA from this four-day stakeout we know that the cops have done. Did they see him throw out a pizza or a McDonald's coffee cup? We don't know, but they were watching
18: him for a reason Nancy Grace love your perspective appreciate your passion on this and thank you
0: he was intimidated I know he was because I was and I didn't even ask the question she was putting on a show no doubt that's what she was doing putting on a show because if she's not entertaining nobody's going to watch her I bet you if you look at her show, if she says something about closure sometime. Uh, maybe they she's termed semblance of closure. I hear that every now and then. All right, guys, what more do we have to talk about? I'm going to bring you guys up. This is your New Year's Eve party here. We're not going to watch the balls drop here. You guys can go home with your families. Chat room is saying, Now's the time to buy stock in Black Swan. Uh, I'm checking my email real quick so I don't miss anything. I'd hate to do that. Uh, There'll be a link to everything we're talking about in the show notes below. Just give me a little time to put it up. Memberships will be there soon. I'm going to put an advertisement up for it right after the show, and uh, I got to get the new, I got some, what do you call it, icons for you guys, so you guys can have special icons if you join. All right. We hit it, six o'clock, right at the two-hour mark. I'd like to thank you all for joining me. I appreciate it very much. Anyone this show is a conversation with you and the conversation doesn't stop when the show ends it continues, it goes into overtime you can hit me up on email midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com I'll answer your emails and I appreciate all of them again this show, you guys are the producers what we go over on this show comes from you, and the more you guys send me, the more we go over so if you hear some wild ass speculation, some wild ass theories, I'm your man, that's what I want, just give your tips to the police You can call me and leave me a voicemail message, uh, 325-261-0892, 325-261-0892. For all you guys that showed up for this spectacular, I appreciate it very much. I'll be back tomorrow, 5 p.m. Until then, all my best, guys. Oh, hats, oh, uh, 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 hats, hats beautiful waterfall reminded me the contest is now officially over so we're going to go now into our community page i wish i could give hats to everybody maybe someday i will when i can that'd be awesome all right so i'm going into our community page right now it's time to do the hat giveaway so, I'm going to do the community page right here. Go to the community. Join the community. 52 on the community. All right. Now, I'm going to do the random generator. Let me double check where the numbers go between 1 and 125. Uh, but I said 160. So, I'm going to do 160. And pull up our old ye old random number generator. Random number generator. Uh, I think from now on, I should just call everybody Randy. I mean, uh, Larry. Oh, 1 to 160. I'm excited, guys. Boom. Oh, that's a good number. I'm not telling you what it is until I get the thing. Actually, it doesn't matter. Whatever I pulled up now, let me show you what it is. It's too late for you guys to enter anything. Uh, the community page is up. Is pinned up to the top. If you guys are in the chat room, um, yes, I'm giving away hats now. I'm about. I'm really close. Give me a few weeks, and we're going to open up merchandise so you can you guys can buy the Midnight Radio cups, Midnight Radio hats, Midnight Radio pullovers. Um, we will we'll also be shipping to Ireland, including Northern Ireland, the UK. Everything. Um, I did, I had. So I have someone that produces a merch and I have everything set up in the background, but I didn't open it up till we had enough viewers and we do now. So I need a drum roll button, but I only have this. So I'll play this for you guys. All right. Get this smaller. Numbers one twenty three going into. And the winner is I'm still looking, guys. All right. Um, for those of you that won the hat, if you guys don't contact me by the showtime tomorrow, you lose your hats. Okay. And when you guys are entering, don't do do it as a reply to someone else's post. That's a tip. From Uncle Jared. Oh, Wow. These glasses don't help. All right, just here for the hat. I mean, I didn't see this. I thought it would be like specific. This is cool. LOL. I'm a dumbass. 2252. Who won the hat? 132. Okay, I'm going to write that one down. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Deborah Sullivan. Okay, Jerry. It took a while for me. To find a legitimate reason to hate you, but I found one. We have the exact same cylindrical cleaver and funniest hell sense of humor. I hate it that you're not in my close circle of friends. We could throw some major humor around with no offense ever taken. Seriously, though, love the show. Uh, There was somebody that made a comment about Elvis, and as soon as I find that one, I'll read it to you because I thought it was hilarious. Somebody put a bunch of cats on there. That doesn't work. Oh, here it is. I can't stand how you speak so calmly and pretend a fake radio voice and all the women fall for it and swoon over you like you're the second coming of Elvis Presley. That was hilarious. I wish they would have called it in. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. Clear cut this time. I'm surprised more of you guys didn't enter, man. Uh, All right. The winner is... Let me double check. Bump 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 bump. Everybody now bump 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 The winner is Whirly Bird. bump Uh Whirly girl, sorry, whirly girl. Congratulations, you have 24 hours to contact me via email and claim your prize. All right. I don't know about you guys, but I had a lot of fun. Congratulations go out to Whirly Girl. Uh, Apparently she's not in the chat room. She's out having fun. But you know what? Next time she can have an official Midnight Radio ball cap, which I don't have next to me to show you guys, but that's alright. I'm going to be back tomorrow at 5pm. Until then, all of my best. I wish you nothing but joy in this new year coming up. Remember to stay open. Uh, Free speech reigns. And it's important to not hold your own ideas and truth as paramount to the point you don't listen to other people. Always listen to other people. And on behalf of Chris Cuomo, I'd like to say good night, Larry.